Welcome to Whatever Works, our unique fortnightly podcast in which we talk about whatever works in our lives and in the lives of our community members. Find us at whateverworks.works. And why not join our community? Simply search for Whatever Works at mewe.com and get stuck in. So they're going in now and it's back on. You see how long did that take? But seconds. Yes. While you're farting about with your Zoom, I'm going to start. This is whatever works. We're really sorry that we're late, everyone, but you'll hear why in just a second, won't you? We... <laughs> you will if I can stop coughing long enough. Oh, hello, Poor Aiden. My dear listener. I, I don't know what happened, Ted. Do you remember the last show? I was coughing like a good and all through the show and apologising for it every five seconds. Yeah. I thought I'd got better. I've had that sort of fluey, buggy thing, there's a nasty bug going round sort of symptoms-ish. And I thought it had all gone and blow me, it's all back. And I'm surprised because I've had every COVID vaccine known to mankind and I've also had the flu vaccine. So somewhere in between vaccines, something got in. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I told you not to go to Europe. It's uh, Europe that did it. It probably you. is, you know. No, but you know what? Seriously speaking, I did hear um, um, somebody commentating on the radio that they were concerned this year that all the bugs and nasty lurgies that had lay hidden last year because we were all locked down are all going to come back with a vengeance this year and say, yeah. ha ha, free for all. And maybe yeah. I'm just one of those victims. <laughs> Very sad. Of course, the hermit life is the way to do it, like me. Yes, I Never guess so. Never see anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but I shall soldier on, Ted. Don't worry about well me. Done. I'll be fine. Do you know, it's November. It shouldn't be, but it is. It's November the 1st, and it's show number 148. Very exciting. So we all survived oh. Halloween last night, then. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Did anything happen? It was really windy and rainy here last night. I, I wouldn't imagine anyone would be want to be out doing that. No. Well, part of what made me unwell again today was I had to actually do a mercy dash and go to rugby and pick someone up in the car because of all the travel travel problems because of... I think there was a hurricane in Milton Keynes or something bizarre. Right. And lots of trees came down and trains were cancelled. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it was a sort of Halloween-y night in that respect. Yeah, yeah. Lots of weather. Lots yes. of weather. Yes, lots of weather. Not coldness right anyway whatever we're late works, move on move works. on <laughs> whatever works whatever whatever works works <laughs> which is where you can find all the stuff on the show that's our website whatever works works dot works rather and um you can find me at tedsalmon.com aiden you can find at aidenbell.com and book him up for santa duties which he almost broke into earlier I, I did, I know. I, I nearly came in a little early with my Santa voice this year. I'll try and wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. You do that so well. Um, oh, right, you. OK. While he splutters in the background, I'll tell you Actually, that... Actually, can I ask um, you a question, Ted? It's very yeah. kind of you to say that, but how do you know I do it well? Have you heard the real Santa? Yeah, I've seen <laughs> Oh, OK. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. I see what you mean. Um, yes, I have. Uh, it's funny, um, actually, when I did my Santa musical, a friend of mine commented on the chap who played Santa and said, I've never heard Santa sing, but if I did, I think he'd sound like that. So yeah, I'll take that too. Thank to you, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, tedsalmon.com is where you'll find all the links to everything we do, MeWe groups, audio podcasts, the whole lot. If you get lost anywhere, tedsalmon.com on my homepage Everything is linked down from there. Thank you for supporting the show going forward. Let's get on with it with some feedback from our lovely friends in our MeWe Whatever Works group, which if you haven't joined already, then join. Absolutely. Amazon UK. Amazon UK. We don't often mention them, do we? <laughs> <laughs> holiday returns policy. Ladies and gentlemen, be aware that the Amazon extended holiday returns policy requires that most orders purchased between November the 1st, 21 and December the 31st, 21 inclusive are returnable until January the 31st, 22. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you yep if you're buying anything between those two dates you've got until the end of January to decide you didn't want it in the first place and send it and back. That, and now it's the 1st of November that it, that means from now on. So yeah, I'm I'm not sure whatever what sorry, I'm not sure what most orders means, however. I did wonder if maybe they exclude perishables or Yes. Um, it's just a very clever way that. of mean of then they can just back out of it on any item they like and say, <laughs> Well, we did say most items. 
Yes. Incidentally, I got something delivered the other day, which I'll come to later, and I was going to return it. And it was work, worth next to nothing. And I thought, they must do an Aiden Bell on me here. They must do it. <laughs> they, they really must tell me to keep it. And they re- no, they wouldn't do that. So I had to take it down to the Hermes shop and fart about. And I, I don't know why you get that special treatment. I, I continue not to, though. Very it is annoying. bizarre. Plus, I don't go to the Hermes shop. I just select Hermes Pickup. And For they, them to collect it. Yeah, yeah they, I've, they, I've tried all sorts. Yeah. yeah, I've tried. I've tried that as well. Anyway, then D- Daniel Bemis is first. Yes. Um, and he has got an Ego Power Plus lawnmower. Ooh. A 56 volt cordless 21 inch cut select cut lawnmower battery and charger not included. However. And it's, get hold of this, 694 quid. Ouch! He does say, however, this lawnmower is awesome. <laughs> or actually, he'll say, this lawnmower is awesome. <laughs> yes, he will. No oil, gas or pull starters to worry about, he says. It's fast, powerful, self-propelled, self-propelled. Battery charges to full in 30 minutes. That's very good. That is. I can mow my small lawn in 30 minutes with it as well. So, yeah, it looks like it's a real beast and a lovely lawnmower. So, Daniel, good for you. And you've got far too much money and I can help you there. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is lovely. I think, as I said on the group, it is a sexy lawnmower. And, um, I mean, A, I don't have that money. Goodness, it's gone up, too. It's £701 now. Uh. Uh, not only do I not have the £701, I couldn't justify it either. But, wow. I mean, it is a very, very nice, sexy Formula One-looking lawnmower. I like very much. Thank yeah, you very much, Daniel. David nice. Breakwell brings us the Sigfin mobile stand four pounds from ikea he says i'd like to amend yeah i'd like to amend this sigfin sigfin s-i-g-f-i-double-n stand Mm. the stand holds smartphones in portrait mode as well as in landscape it's well made out of bamboo wood and is versatile it holds books ipads and acts as an upright chi charger if you place it right (laughs) and again it's very sexy it's not as expensive as the sexy lawnmower but it is a very pleasant looking i can see it's actually made with two pieces of wood that seem to just slot together quite cleverly there um very nice yes indeed thank you very much david um that is nice get, and four you quid you can get 175 of those for the price of lawnmower <laughs> you just worked that out thank you david <laughs> um i was just going to say that he's being very inventive there david because he's um, made it into an upright chi charger a d this is right up your street this is aiden a diy chi charger by putting the the pad upright on the thing and putting the wire around the back somehow and then it's a perfect chi charger for next to nothing Viva Heath Robinson well done David <laughs> I do approve yes indeed right John Love he is talking about read aloud the chrome extension and I'd like to um, support him in this there's an extension called read aloud which I use frequently in um, Chrome. It's a Chrome extension. It does what it suggests. It reads the web page out aloud to you as you browse it. But it doesn't have a way of downloading the audio, audio, as far as I'm I'm aware, says John. That's quite true. I I did have a play with this and I adopted it. You you probably quite like this, Aidan, because you you like talking to machines and machines talking to you. And um, it does work. Anything you highlight on your web page or the whole page or whatever you want, and it reads it to you. And you can adjust the, um, the, the the voice and all the rest of it. It's a good shout. Thank you, John. It is nice. I do like the former more than the latter, though. I like to talk to my machine but not have it speak back to me. <laughs> Don't you yeah. dare talk back to me. Um, I presume this is also only through Chrome. You couldn't actually use it universally. You have to be in the Chrome uh, it is world. a Chrome extension. Chrome extension, yes. However, however, those extensions now work in Edge as well. Um, some of them. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to, if you're an Edge user, you'd have to look into that. Um, but that's technology for another podcast. Indeed. And as the planes fly overhead, and it's a helicopter. <laughs> it's a helicopter. It's a- it's someone, uh, it's a coastal rescue. They people. found you, Ted. They've got you. Yeah. You're, they're onto you. Get under the couch. David Breakwell's back. Oh, he's got another one, and this name's even harder to pronounce. I've got one of the funny names. DeLonghi. D E apostrophe L O N G H I. DeLonghi. It's an Italian. It's a coffee machine. Of course it's Italian. It's a DeLonghi EC680BK Dedica coffee machine. Great podcast, says David Breakwell. Thank you very much. 
Much appreciated. Mm-hmm. I'm still enjoying using my coffee machine bought in October 2015, six years ago. Mm-hmm. 15 bar espresso pump in black. It was £168 and is now £299. And mm-hmm. uh, again, as I remember saying in the group, yeah, it's, it's very lovely. It's ve- it looks very much the same sort of breed as my coffee machine that I think we know I love by now. Um, does the same sort of thing. And uh, Dave is very happy with his. So thank you, David, for that shout. Cheaper than mine, too. It's gone up a bit, hasn't it? So that's six years ago, and it's gone up by, well, nearly double in that time, yes. hasn't it? Wow. I wonder if we can we blame Brexit for that? I suppose things will go up if they're not selling well. One presumes if an item sells incredibly well and they sell hundreds of them, then, you know, by the laws of economics, it will get cheaper. But I imagine that mm-hmm. there are not many people drinking the Longini coffee and it's getting more expensive. Now, talking of coffee machines, close your ears here. You won't want to know this. <laughs> I, I bought this week a pod coffee machine. These, you know, the things that you spit at. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the, 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 this is the, not the, not the Nescafe ones, yeah. the other ones. Um, Tassimo, right? Right. And the reason I bought it is that I got it for five quid. Mm. Goodness, okay. okay. So there's a machi- coffee machine on Amazon, this one I bought, which is called the Happy, the Tassimo Happy. And it was twenty nine ninety nine, and it was I had a voucher off it to get it to 25 quid. And then in the box, you get two £10 vouchers for ah. coffee. And so I got the whole machine, <laughs> the whole lot, For five quid in my little brain. Wow. Well, or you pay £25 for it and you got 20 quid's worth of free coffee. So, I mean, it could be either way around. Exactly. Excellent. But that's a real good little deal. If I think about it, I'll I'll, um, put the link to that in the show notes. I don't know if they're still on on offer, but it was a a special colour one, special offer. And, yeah, really cheap. It should have been in cheapest chips, really. And each to their own, Ted. I totally understand if somebody like yourself can't be asked with having to grind the beans and put them in the thing and tempt them and throth the milk and blah de blah de blah No reason at all not to have something cheap, uh, quicker and cheaper and easier. I do I actually um, like, I really do like the coffee that comes out of those tess, Tassimo thingies. Um, and, yeah, it's quick and easy. If I can't be bothered to get my Aero Press out, which uh, Chris Kelly kindly bought me, and I do still use sometimes, then it's it's a really good option. So there, so there. Now you might upset viewers, if listeners, if the answer to this question is wrong. But are they economically um, friendly? The uh, environmentally, sorry, friendly. They're economically too at the moment. But are they environmentally friendly? These these things, what you put in your coffee machine. When you throw them uh, away, well, I mean, are they are they? Oh, well, no, they're they're made of plastic, so they're probably not. I did work out that they cost twelve and a half p each, though. So um, you get a cup of what I consider to be the, the similar kind of quality coffee you get at the coffee, the ordinary coffee shop down the road in the town, for twelve and a half p. When they charge wrong, you one pound ninety five down there. Splendid. I'll let you off then. What's next? <laughs> But spy camera, hidden cameras, ah. USB plug, neat little unit. This is. It looks like a normal... Hang on a minute. Who's, who, whose is this? Is this mine? <laughs> is it mine, says Ted. Well, that's the point. It's a spy camera. We're not supposed to know whose it is. I, I, I just can't remember anything about this. I've just clicked through to link, and I, I remember it now, but, I, but I'm not quite sure why I put it in here in the show. It should be in I want one of those or something, because I haven't got one. Anyway, a spy camera, right, yes. is also a wall charger. It's a USB wall charger. So the idea is that you stick this thing in the wall, and you um, it looks like a, a little charger with a USB outlet on it. And it records, if you take the cap off the end, you put a memory card in it, and it records video, or um, it re- records stills. You can set it up however you like. And it's a, it's a security Very little cute. spy camera. And and you can also use it as a charger, so you can actually use the USB yes. plug in it. And it's 29 quid, and it um, also record if you have it on video it motion detects so it doesn't keep going all the time oh, that's you, you use the car and it when it motion detects anything it records five minutes of footage then turns off <gasps> so and then it, it comes back on again when it sees some some further motion I want now one, I, i want one i want one i want one of these <laughs> now I, i don't know how um widespread these are and it may be that we're you know talking to people that have got 
10 of these already anyway, but I'd just never seen one before. And it looked like a really nifty idea. And the camera is so small mm. that any any thief would not see it. The, um, you know, the, the only, why not? The only problem what I have with this is that most plugs, not all, of course, especially in kitchens, but most wall plugs are down at feet level. So you get some lovely shots of people's shoes. Well, if you go into a house, the pl- the sockets are normally towards the floor, aren't they? They're not halfway up the wall or on the ceiling. So I'm just mm. thinking if you plug this in in your average socket in your average house, it would be recording floor level. Not that that wouldn't be a bad thing. If a burglar came in, you'd still know there was a burglar. You'd just only see their shoes. No, but the but the recording um, angle is 90 degrees. It's a wide angle thing. Ah. So it, Cunning. It goes, yeah. You just look up their noses and okay, I'll I'll shut up and get back in my box then. <laughs> it looks like quite a nice little dinky thing anyway. It does look uh, 20, fun. Twenty nine quid. You might find one cheaper. I just stumbled upon it and I completely forgotten about it, as has been apparent by my idiocy. Okay, well that was your I want one of those teaser. <laughs> Now back to where we were. And Jeremy Harpham started a fun game, which we all enjoyed chipping in in the MeWe group. Jeremy said, what can't you buy from Amazon? I believe, it, you yeah. know, well, he was, I think he phrased it that, you know, we're all so fixated with Amazon now and it's the first place everybody turns to. What, thought Jeremy, is not possible to purchase from Amazon? James Rabin responded saying lots of fairly esoteric mountain bike parts are not available from Amazon. Yeah. Fair enough. Google Home, Google Google Home Speakers. That was me, yes. Actually, any, anything to do with Google, actually. They hate each other. They do, yes. Always go for the competition. They won't sell that. James Rabin also said genuine car parts and cars, exclamation mark, from certain manufacturers like BMW cars, motor vehicles that require registration. Uh, that's his description of a car, yeah. motor vehicle that requires registration. Okay. Anything else? I went, uh, on the back of this, I went and actually tried to find the official list. And there is one. Oh! Um, buried in Amazon's help pages. And a few of the highlights of that, I'll just run through them. Lottery tickets, mm-hmm. probably to do with the Gambling Act. Um, pets, guns, cigarettes and tobacco products. Oh, that's interesting. Contact lenses. What? Yeah, I suppose you can't funny. return them, you see. They'd have to say, Ted Salmon, you can keep them. And then <laughs> they don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> Right, petrol or any other yeah. hazardous, um, dangerous items. Fireworks, houses or flats. <laughs> now, apparently, um, they're working on that. I, I read this thing that said they oh, are working on goodness. that. The Amazon want to be able to do real estate. Oh, God, um, is there they're, no end they're, to they're it. working on it, yeah. Right, lock-picking devices, card skimmers, code grabbers, digital decoders yeah, and so sense. on. So illegal kind of um, burglar stuff. Um, currency, but spy cameras coins. is all right. That's interesting. Yeah. That's the other way around. Um, currency, coins and cash, mm-hmm. which is fairly obvious, I suppose. Oh Pres- prescription drugs. Although, I suppose if they register, register themselves as a chemist, they could do that. Um, concert and event tickets. That's an interesting one. Oh, I never really thought about that. Yeah, that's because they've been clamping down in recent years, haven't they? And because of so yeah. much um, black market selling of tickets yeah, and things. that's right. But it was an interesting little list. And, and some of them... There was another one. Um, what was it? Um, it was... Um, um, one-armed bandits that that deal in money instead oh, of tokens. Oh, encourage gambling, so etc. Yeah, th- yeah, that was all to do with the the gambling act and stuff, like lottery tickets, I suppose. Yes, yeah, yeah. it was quite an interesting game to play, though. So thank you, Jeremy. Interesting, yes, fantastic. Thank you very much. I posted on the group just for fun. I wrote, "Contact the palace, alert the admiralty." At last, I finally used one of my funnels. <laughs> the blue funnel. If you, I'm Yay. sure the listeners remember the ridiculous story of the funnels <laughs> that never arrived, and then finally did. Um, I used one. I mean, having arrived, I then came on the show and said, "I don't really need these," but I refilled my hand wash. My my famous. Coming in from outside, wash the COVID off your hands, liquid wash. I, I refilled it and I used a funnel. So um, there we go. Thank you very much, Ted, for, for the recommendation 10 and a half years ago. Yeah, very good indeed. Well, yes, I suppose that's the end of the saga, really, isn't it? Um, I, I bought these funnels, you know, in whatever works, in show 138, <laughs> which was in May May 2021. So it's, it's um, uh, oh, it's not that, not well, so long six ago, months. Is it? It's yeah, a long so time for a little plastic so, funnel. A uh, <laughs> lot of your plastic funnels are still on that boat. Oh, dear, excuse me. Right, now, I've never mentioned before on this show Bluetooth speakers. What's a Bluetooth as you know. speaker? Never heard of it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And I'm going to just give a quick shout-out to my Marshall Stockwell <gasps> oh, too. Oh, you can always shout-out Marshall. ages. 
Yeah, I have had, I've actually had this for a long time, but I just thought I'd give a quick shout out. I did a written review. I'll link to that in the show notes, so I won't bang on about all of it. But it's just gorgeous, gorgeous, Aiden. You'd love it because it's in the usual traditional Marshall's standard way, um, where they make things with knobs and buttons mm, and dials, and yes. the the volume and 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 um, tone buttons, the bass and the treble. They're all physical dials, and they turn beautifully and they're. Oh. Oh, they're lovely. beautifully yes. finished and really really nice stuff the sound is just amazing the the, the booming bass of the, of the, the thing when you put music yes. out um and i also did some testing with um chris kelly because he's got one as well and he says that listen to some spoken sound because actually it's 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 very controlled as well so even though you get the traditional um martial bass when you want it if you listen to, to spoken word um you can control that very well as well and i tested that afterwards and sure enough he's right i hadn't done much of that but you, oh, a you lot don't of voices have... are bass resonant your your own for instance ted your voice comes through beautifully in the lower end yeah, but the point was that he was making was that you that you don't have to have that that traditional martial bass if you don't want it, and 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 that's helped by the fact that you've got a, a proper bass knob on the top yes. and you can turn yes. the bass down if you want to, but but anyway, um, it's USB C charging which is fantastic. They've arrived with that. It's got a um three point five millimeter um audio jack so you can plug in. Um, sources that you want to. Mm-hmm. I've been plugging my phone into it and playing music through the cable, oh, and it's just it's just lovely. It's got speaker grills that are look like a Marshall amplifier with metal grills across oh. the front. There's a speaker on the back and the speaker on the front, and it sounds absolutely fabulous. And I think it's the absolute bargain of the the the, the time at the moment. It started off when it came out two or three years ago at 219 quid, but on Amazon you can buy it now for a 159 quid and it, it it's fabulous it's got a, a stunning battery as well I, I can't kill the battery i they re, they reckon that it's um uh 20 hours mm-hmm. i think the official line is but it's more like 30 and uh, even more um I, I just think it's a really fabulous and i bet it's beautifully made too isn't it i bet it's good and tasty it is, and yeah. well, well crafted it, 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 it's made of the same stuff they make their amplifiers yes, out of. It's yeah. it's just solid, 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 and it's got an IP rating as well, so you can, you know, uh, you can't go swimming with it, but it you, it was certainly. Yeah, I'm amused the by beach. the fact that the picture, uh, the one you've chosen to put in our recording notes, is of it wet, as if to say this is a USP. That <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, well, it looks very sexy, the... wet. That's the that's the official one. Click through to my review, which is the next link along, mm-hmm. and I've posted real photographs there of um, all the way oh, down of the, the actual yes. one. Yes, you're like the second one down with the the knobs on show. Oh it's yes, really nice. I, anything with its knobs on show is always. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, this is, do you know it's you know this is one of those things. You know, with me it's coffee machines, and with you it's um, Bluetooth speakers, and we rarely meet. Yeah. But this is one of those occasions where we do, Ted, because even though I don't have a use case for it, it looks like such a beautiful, gorgeous piece of equipment. I'm so sorry they didn't go on making phones, you know, because I'd have had a use for one of those. Yeah, yeah, yes, definitely. Lovely call, yeah, Ted. Well, well I, done. I, I I haven't got a use for it, but I make a use for it because it's so lovely. Yes. Anyway, there you go. Marshall, uh, link in the show notes, the Marshall Stockwell 2. Highly, highly recommended. It's fabulous and it's really cheap now. Your turn. Unfortunately, mine is really cheap and isn't fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) But I did consider not bringing these on after all because having used them for a few days, I'm really a bit meh about them. However, um, I bring you, because they're fun and they're odd, the magnetic reading glasses. I've been having a lot of toing and froing at the moment because I'm trying to find a quick and convenient, easy way of having reading glasses in front of my eyes when I need them and not when I don't. And that could be when I'm standing in Tesco and I just want to read the price of something very quickly. I think magnetic. I'm, I think I'm going to end up just wearing a pair of my wretched Santa glasses when I go shopping and looking through those. Bit of old-fashioned pince-nez might be the way to go. But I, I saw a video online, and I was <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> here it comes. <coughs> you need a met, you need a metal head, don't you? No, I mean the magnetic. nice thing is they they click together. So the point is, you pull them apart and you put it round your neck, and then you have them hanging round your neck all day long. And when you need them, you lift them, you put them against your nose, and they click together. And that's how they work. Now, <clears throat> having used these for a few days, 
I'm really not so sure whether there's any advantage of these over a normal pair of glasses on, what do you call it, the, 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 the thing you put around your neck to hold onto glasses, the chain, the, the neck thing. I don't yeah. quite understand what the real advantage is of having them split in the middle and magnetically pop together when you want them to. But it's oh, I'll fun. tell you what it is. What is it? I'll tell you what it is. It's because you don't have to have them dangling around your neck. But with the, this one has got a. You see, with the um, with the, the the cord ones, you've got to have the cord hanging from the 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 thingies, the sides, and then while you so while you've got the glasses on your head, the cords are dangling down from the edges, and also when they're dangling in front of you, you've got to make sure that they're not too high up on the stalks of the sides of the glasses so that they turn round in front of you. I've, I've, I've been down the Really? OK, well, that's interesting year. because... Uh, that is interesting, Ted, because I couldn't really work out... I haven't tried the, the, the hanging ones yet. And um, OK, maybe that... Have you, did, you, did you buy these? I did. I, bought, I mean, I looked online and I, I considered buying them for my prescription... And I thought, no, I'm not going to spend you got a 30, 40, 50, 60 quid on a pair of prescription magnetic glasses if I'm not going to get on with them. So I bought these relatively cheap ones from Amazon, 6.99, in a in a 2.5 magnification, which is just about my prescription, to see what they were like. And what they're like is pretty meh, as Steve Litchfield would say. So I don't think I shall be taking this any further. <laughs> just to just to be clear, that thing that goes round the back, joining the the the, the, the two ends of yes, the... that's solid. Is is that solid? That's solid and oh, right. can't be moved or changed. Right. Okay. And so that so that just goes round the back of your neck. Theoretically, you can change the length. You can see at the front there, the sort of gold bit pulls out from the plastic, but actually, oh, yeah. it's not very well made and it doesn't stay. And it so it's I mean that's not really worth any anything there. Room one hundred and one. Well, not no, not quite <laughs> room one hundred and one. It might just be me being a bit fussy and what do I expect for seven quid? So I just yeah. wanted to bring them to the table and say it's an interesting variation on glasses. But the next thing I certainly will try is my regular reading glasses hanging on a thing around my neck. And if the thing that and if the things hang in front of my eyes, then I, you know, I, you can say told you so, Aiden. Here's a question for you that this goes from magnification two to four. How do you know which one will suit you? You just have to get them and try. Well, you either you stand in the shop and try them on. In the good old days, that's what one used to do. Just try them on in the shop until you find one that works for you. Or you look at your right. prescription. I mean, I've, I had an eye test relatively recently and it says on my prescription, 0.25 plus. Uh, 2.5 plus. So, yeah. So you, it'll be written on your prescription. Oh, yeah. That's what you go to the optician for, isn't it? Well, I didn't know that they... I thought these were just readers that you picked up. In yeah, well, I mean, I also the... didn't know, and I don't really understand an optician's prescription, but part of the prescription does say, in brackets, plus 2.5. And these these I... glasses do work for me, so I assume that's the Good. same thing. I'm very pleased for you. Let's have a, a sneezing break. It's <laughs> top tips, it's top tips, it's top tips. Right. I have got some supermarket shopping tips. Where did I get this from? I can't remember where this came from. I've, uh, you've thrown me out, you see, by being four days late. I'm <laughs> oh, all, I'm all sorry. All the Oh, I'm sorry, Ted. <laughs> I don't know what planet I'm on. Right. Here's some supermarket shopping tips, which I picked <clears> up somewhere, and I can't remember where, but they, some of them look as though they might be quite decent and stuff that you might think about. Take the freshest stuff from the back because when they put stuff on shelves in supermarkets, they try to encourage you to buy the oldest stuff first, so they stick them up your nose while all the fresh stuff is at the back. Now, you know what? That's interesting you say that, Ted. I totally agree, and I can concur, and I think that's a good idea. But there's something weird. At my local Tesco, they always put the fresh stuff at the front. And it annoys me because I just think, well, really? what a waste, because all the stuff that's going off is at the back where people aren't going to see and get to it. And it's not just a couple of errant shelf stackers, because this has been going on for weeks and months now. So um, I totally agree that's with you, bizarre, and I see the it? point of it, but I don't understand why my local Tesco seem to think you should put the fresh stuff at the front, allowing the stuff at the back to go bad. Anyway, please very, carry very on. Odd. Yes. Um, <clears throat> expect fresher stuff closer to opening and closing ah, yes. store hours. Because that's the time they're going to be bringing stuff out that's freshest, whereas in the middle of the day they are all off on their fag breaks yes. and they don't care. 
Use a trolley, not a basket. This is quite an interesting one because they are. The, the research has proven apparently that they, you're more likely to buy quick and easy junk food um, if you've got a basket in your hand. Oh. One of the reasons is that it's heavy on your arm and you want to get out the shop quick. Um, but also, you're, so you'll just grab the first thing you come to, and as we know, that can often be fast food. Oh. Whereas if you've got a trolley, you'll be more leisurely and you'll be thoughtful about buying more healthy food. Oh, very clever you are, Mr. Salmon. Frozen in tin stuff can be fresher than fresh. Now, I reckon that this is true. My grandmother always used to claim this. She had she had tinned vegetables, and she always used to say, I don't know what this hoo-ha is about fresh vegetables. The stuff they put in tins and the stuff they freeze is done much more quickly than the stuff that you think you're buying yes. fresh from the supermarket. So there is that one. Agreed. Do not trust what the package says. <laughs> yeah. This was in relation to the ingredients and what's in them. Okay. It was I think it was saying that don't read the actual ingredients but read the um the health information <coughs> instead. The the stuff that it talks about mm-hmm. how many calories and all that sort of thing. So watch that one. Shop around the perimeters of the shop. This is an interesting one. Um, long lasting food is more likely to be in the middle of the shop because it's easier to stack and it can stay there longer. And the staff don't have to go too far into the shop to bring the fresher stuff out. Ooh. So the stuff around the perimeters of the shop is the stuff that the staff can get to the quickest. So they're more likely to have longer. Um, sorry, uh, shorter shelf well, that's lives. That's a new one on me. Um, okay. Yeah. Forget about cards. Pay with cash. A research has shown again that you're more likely to be frugal and think yes, about the spend yes. if you're using cash. Oh, that that goes way beyond these top tips, doesn't it, Ted? I mean, we, it's so easy to spend money on a credit card and not have, realize yeah, what yeah. you've done. Yes, absolutely. Indeed. Look down. Mostly expensive items are at eye eye level. So the stuff they don't want you to buy or they they want you to buy the least is down bottom or up top because they assume that everyone's going to be just walking around looking in front of them. Or the posh expensive companies have paid for eye level viewing because that's the the, the most eye-catching. Yes, yes. There you go, yeah. And this is an interesting one. Only buy vacuum-packed fish. So the, so don't buy fish in these styrofoam tray thingies oh. um, or on fresh, allegedly fresh fish counters. Buy the ones that are vacuum packed because the same thing as the tins, that those vacuum packs are done straight away yes. as, as much quicker when the, 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 thing, the stuff is fresh. fresh. So vacuum packed fish. You know the ones I mean where you see these things like mackerel. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Unless you live in Harrogate <laughs> or by the sea. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I suppose so. Go and get your lobster and your oh, yeah, crab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, good, good interesting call. little article I, I stumbled upon about um, supermarket tips. Anyone's got any other tips, then do let us know in the usual way. Um, that's my top tip. Thank you very much. As did Ian Barton in the usual way. He's told us how to fix a broken zip. For those who do not know already, Ian says, I've got an old jacket where the teeth on the zip became undone when I zip it up. It's caused by the channels on either side of the slider opening up slightly so the teeth on the zip don't mesh properly. Solution? Get your pliers and gently squeeze the slider to slightly close the channel in the zipper. Don't overdo it or you won't be able to slide it up. Slide it up. Um, yes, yep, good tippy. And I've, do- I've done that myself and I can vouch that it works. Thank you very much. Very good. Nice. Ian's top tips. Andy Warden is next on cleaning stainless steel. We have a convection hob, he says, which has a brushed stainless steel surround. This has become very badly stained over the years. A small amount of brown sauce was put on some kitchen paper, rubbed around the hob. Hey, presto, no more stains. And apparently this works on any metal surface, says Andy. And I and I chipped in there also to say that this is probably the same principle based around vinegar in ketchup and brown sauce that we used to use as kids when you 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 made pennies and um, coins yes, really really that's shiny. Right, yes. So and and apparently that's down to vinegar and and that's why ketchup and brown sauce does I the same thing. Oh, so I wonder what it is because Coca Cola is another one that has miracle properties, isn't it? But I don't know what there's no vinegar in Coke yeah, as far yeah. as I know. No, that's something else altogether. Well, no one's supposed to know what's in Coke, are they? That's the point. Maybe it is Coke. Maybe that's why it cleans so well. (laughs) 
Yeah, right. You can do the next one. I've, my voice is going. Okay, avoiding household accidents. This well, this is fun. This are we going to share this, or do you want me to just rock it through it for you, Mister Salmon? <coughs> I'll I'll rock right, it through I'll... it. <laughs> <laughs> avoiding household accidents. Is this one of yours, Ted? These are great points here. One, put saucepan handles pointing side or backwards when they're hot. Yes. I mean, yes. how many times have you nearly knocked over a saucepan because the handle's sticking out where you don't want it to be? Number two, if you burn your hand in the kitchen, run it under water for 20 minutes or for as long as you can stand it. Yep. I've, that really uh, works. Yeah, I can vouch for I, that one too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and, I, and I've tested that one and taken my hand out after 10 minutes and it does nothing like the same job as 20 minutes. Yes. But if the water's really, really cold, it, it's it's a it's a job to keep it under there. Yes. And, um, but it, it really, really does make a, have an impact. Yes, I a think. little bit of pain then helps a lot of pain later. Number three, small cuts, direct pressure and try to get the skin to close and stop the bleeding. So basically squeeze it together. Yeah, direct pressure. Direct pressure. That's the way to do it. Number four, keep hazardous stuff up high or locked away, especially if kids are around. Yeah, just common sense. Anything that's yeah, likely yeah, yeah. To, to have the possibility of being uh, dangerous or cause an injury, put it where people can't reach it. Number five, where possible, attach furniture to the wall to avoid tipping over. Oh, goodness, we've all seen those ridiculous videos on YouTube of, of wardrobes falling down on people, haven't we? <laughs> yes. You, don't, you did that with your shelving in the garage, didn't you? I did. Before you attached it to the wall. Yes, yeah, I remember. <laughs> Remember that one? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you you know, you got you got, don't, don't take it too literally. I mean, if you start sticking your chairs to the walls. And, <laughs> and finally, Jeremy Harpham says, don't carry stuff down steps with both hands. Keep one hand free yeah. for balance and holding on to something. Absolutely. Because even and even if you're not going downstairs, don't carry too much stuff at one time, because if you do find yourself needing to reach out and support yourself, you need a hand to do that with. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm always telling my dad this. Who does? He walks to the garage with stuff um, in both hands, mm -hmm. and yeah, that's quite right. So yeah, some good um, um, household accident avoiding tips, which again I picked up somewhere and I can't remember where. But um, for your general information, let's move on. I wonder who bought it. This time, I thought I'd do something different. Instead of picking out something that someone's bought, I, I thought I'd give you a flavour of the summary of the biggest earners for oh, me yes, during the, yes. uh, the year that's gone on. So, of all the people that have bought things with my Amazon Associate link, um, I just just to give you a, a, a bit of a flavour and, and what I've got from that. So... Um, the percentages seem to just vary hugely, and it depends what deals are done. I think between Amazon and the people concerned. Right. The biggest, the biggest percentage earner for me was, funnily enough, a Song Mix office executive swivel chair, which is the chair I'm sat in right this minute. <laughs> was it your um, own purchase? <laughs> no, they won't allow that. <laughs> But that was seven. That was seven percent. You know, I got seven percent on that. So one hundred and twenty-two pounds, and I got eight pound sixty-one for that, which is really mm. odd. Um, there was an LG laptop, which I think I mentioned once before, and um, I got twenty-six pounds oh, on that lovely. from nine hundred pounds. So that was only three percent, but still um, uh, better than some of them. Some of them are a one point. A lot of them are one point five percent. So. For example, someone bought an Apple iPad Pro, um, five five hundred and forty quid, and that I got eight pounds fourteen for. Isn't that, it funny? Because one point five percent sounds like oh, that's barely a thing. You wouldn't even be able to buy a cup of coffee, but it not at all. I mean, eight pounds. Yeah, exactly. On on these items that are a bit more expensive, yes. that, that's absolutely true. There was a um, a Moto G Pro, which is a mobile phone, as we know, and that was one hundred and fifty quid, and that had seemed to have three percent on it, as did. A Wharfdale subwoofer, whoever Ooh. bought that, £124. I got £3.73. So, as you can see, it depends a lot on the... Um the, the the deals that are done between the the, the manufacturers yeah, yes. and the suppliers and the and, and Amazon, but um, it's definitely worth me having. And and it's I, I do thank everyone for using my link, um, which is at tinyurl.com forward slash Amazon Ted UK because I do get some clawback money for that, and it's really worth it. So thank you so much to everyone for keeping that going. Oh, look, it's you again. What a surprise. 
<laughs> Loctite super glue mini trio. Same to you, sir, with knobs on. Have you have you ever got fed up with your super glue going dried up? Well, this is for you. Cheapest chips, two pound for three one gram super glue mini. It's a, it's a trio pack, right. obviously, because there's three of them, and there's pretty much little or no waste. So you you buy the, this three pack of these tiny little things, probably very uneco friendly, um, and you use one basically to do one job, and then chuck the thing away. Um, and it's it's exactly the same as um, the, the the genuine Loctite super glue, which it is. Um, it's just that it's in smaller little tubes, and they're one job tubes, and it, you just don't waste it. You don't chuck it away. You keep it nice and fresh because the next time you need to do a job, you just open a new one. That is fab- that is fabulous, Ted. Because when I first saw this in our recording notes, I thought, "Uh oh, cheap super glue is always crap." What's he on about? But this isn't, of course. This is Loctite, so this is good stuff. But as you oh, say, yeah. it's just in tiny little, little tiny little pots. One gram. Indeed. I mean, <laughs> that really is weenie. Yeah. Excellent yeah, yeah. call. That's right. Two pounds. So there you go. Cheapest chips. I want one. I want one. I want one. I want one of those. I've got a cough on me now. If you could, um, put, <coughs> I think you've caught my cough over the, the air, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> must be. Oh, now, listen. I tell you what I want. Again. I don't have a use case, but boy, I'd find one if I had £189.99 to buy a Rymec typewriter-style mechanical wired and wireless keyboard. This oh, is yeah. gorgeous. This is... <laughs> it's basically... Imagine you've got a good old-fashioned 1950s typewriter and you've just somehow lifted the keyboard off it, put it down on your desk, and you can type straight into your computer or your phone or your iPad. It is just gorgeous it connects by bluetooth and or by uh by cable uh it it's got it's a proper old-fashioned tactile keyboard it actually has a noise when you type it goes click 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 like a typewriter and there's actually a volume control so you can control the level of noise that you produce (laughs) with this thing um it doesn't very sadly because I mean what I wanted was the you know the, the 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 thing you slap with your hand you type a line and then you press the thing and it shoots the typewriter back the to, carriage a return. carriage return thank you sir it actually does have a sort of carriage return on the left side but what that actually is is a switch that switches between USB and Bluetooth so it's kind of carriage return but not really yeah. and it's uh, also uh, again a little bit more modern than one would probably want in a thing like this it's got a backlit keyboard and not only that it seems to have various uh, fancy backlit displays one of which appears to be as you type it sort of follows you around the keyboard in its lighting (laughs) so wherever you're typing on the keyboard that's the bit that's lit up that's all a bit weird for me because that seems to be not the point of the thing which is that it's a just a gorgeous as we were saying earlier or as you were saying earlier about your marshal proper physical knobs and buttons and taps and yet it works on a in a digital world. I think it's gorgeous. And as I say, it's too much, way too much money just to buy one for fun. But doesn't it look sexy and gorgeous and beautiful? The only concern I've got about it is if you look at the second picture down yes. and then zoom in on the photograph, there's a suspicion in my mind that all those keys are horribly plasticky. You can just see yeah, um, clo- close I up. I don't know. One, one would hope that for that money, they're not. Yeah. yeah, you would. But I like the back, the backlit, the the photograph where they're yes. showing the backlit keys. That's and also, great, maybe when we finish the show, have a have a look at the video. The last picture is a video, and that's okay. great fun. And you can actually see the thing in action there. And it oh, Excellent. I just you know, as we say every show, or as I do certainly, I don't need one. I can't justify spending money on this because what on earth would I would do with it? But oh, have you seen the black? I one? know the black ones. The, the black ones. Oh yeah, the black one. The keys look more quality on. Yeah, that, I think. yeah. It is just yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Mm, very, very nice. There we are. Right. I would like a Lenovo Smart Clock Ooh, 2. So would I. And this, is, <laughs> this is not out of um, out of reach financially either. So fifty nine ninety nine, and it's a, a clock by the side of your bed, which if you want to use it simply as a clock, 
you can and that's what it does it's a clock but it's a, also a nightstand it's got a um a, a really nice fabric cover a bit like your yeah um, i was home... gonna say it looks as it, it, yeah. it sort of belongs in the google speaker world in a way yeah the, the hub yes, and nest yes, thingy yes. That, it, it, they, they think they, they try to make it look a bit like that um but it's, so it's very attractive and neat um it plays music and podcasts um when you ask it to so it's hooked up to your um to your um a google assistant yeah. um um, but you can't do video on it, so I, I explored this a bit, and it's quite basic in some ways because it doesn't do video, so it's not a screen like a like an Amazon. Um, no, but can it be? It? Can you um, can it become one of your home speakers? Can you include it in your set of Google Home or Amazon, whatever they? You know, do you know whether it can actually become a home speaker? Um, yes, I think it can. Oh, this gets I, by this the is I, I I don't I don't know that though. Yeah. It, uh, very similar. You, you posed this question on the group during the week, and I'm really not the best person yeah. to ask about home stuff because I know you use it and I don't. But um, I was more in, enthused about you know just it being. It's a, a clock, gorgeous to be clock. Honest. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, and also, if you buy the one with a nightstand thingy and it goes underneath it, you get a Qi charging oh, pad. So on the right hand side, oh. there's a there's a Qi pad and it's also a night light so that the light goes around the base. And it, if you oh. want to have the light on during the night, I know you wouldn't, but um, people could have a night light for kids or whatever and blah, 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 blah. Um, there's a microphone switch on the back so you can oh, cut Google yeah. off if you don't want it listening to you. Um, volume controls at the top, touch screen for alarm setting and menus. So I've seen a video of this, and it you you just uh, scroll through the screens to to do all sorts of stuff. There's a weather display. Um, oh stop! It stop! Does... <laughs> it's too you good. Want one. I want one. Yeah. Oh. The, the, the only trouble is that um, oh yeah, here you go. You can control your on your home system. You can control your lights oh, so it, and your it temperature. Can become part of the home and, system. Yeah, oh, yeah. then I'm I'm going to have a real fight with this because um, <laughs> the phone that people know I have from Planet Computers is about to be updated, and I'm going to get the new one imminently, and that will be Qi chargeable. So with this yeah, Qi yeah, yeah. charging thing, I don't know if I'm going to be able to resist this. You swine, right. Mr. Salmon. <laughs> the the only thing the only problem with this one is that it's just out from what I gather yeah. and you can't seem to buy the nightstand now the, to, to add fire to that um, fuel to that fire you if you buy the basic one at 59.99 that hasn't got the nightstand with it you they, they don't sell they're not going to sell the nightstand separately so you you've really got to wait oh. until they've got in stock the one that comes with, with the nightstand, the nightstand but, yes and that's and that's 75 quid but if you buy a 60 quid one now you will never get a nightstand for it because they won't sell you one so right. that's a bit of a problem. Yes, I've been Googling. Not that I don't trust every word you say. I've just been Googling to check. And you're <laughs> quite right. You can only get the one without. The, well, thank goodness for that. That means I won't be spending 60 quid I haven't got. <laughs> yeah, it will be, be coming soon, oh, though. It is a, it's a really, really attractive little bedside clock. That's though. going on my Christmas um, list. Really, really yeah, nice. That's yeah, definitely. Lovely, Ted. I think by Christmas, you, you, they, they might have sorted out their supply stuff. So that'll be a, quite a good shout. There you go, link in the show notes, a Lenovo Smart Clock 2, oh, gorgeous. and not 1. Oh, I think I need a cold shower. Let's play a jingle. Still using, still using. Oh, it's me first. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it may be yeah. me first, but it's actually a Ted Salmon item, so you got in there. <laughs> I'm still using, periodically as and when I need it, are uh, the Handbrake Video Converter software. Now, I Yay. don't remember whether it was a personal conversation we had or whether you plopped it on a group somewhere, but um, I brought to show 80 in April 2019 this wonderful piece of software as discovered by Ted Salmon, which is, I mean, it's a video converter, but it seems to be the video converter to beat all video converters. It's got such a myriad settings and possibilities and you can change codecs and sizes and frame rates and quality rates and you could it's got every flavor and color imaginable and not only that it seems to cope with anything i mean I, as people may know i work with the adobe suite of programs and i use premiere pro which is supposedly an industry standard video editing software however 
Now and again, once in a blue moon, I come across a file that Premiere just says, sorry, I can't read this. What do I do? I open Handbrake. I bung it into Handbrake and Handbrake says, fine, what would you like it to be? Yeah. And I can convert it. So I'm really delighted with this thing. I understand about 3% of the 100% that it does. Uh, but if anybody is a real full-on professional videographer, video uh, editing person, then this would be an absolute dream because it just converts anything to anything for nothing, for yeah. no money. I mean, that's the real kicker. You can just download it for free. It's open source, yeah. It's a, it's run by volunteers and they're all enthusiasts and it's a really great project. In fact, in actual fact, I think they're French. I think it's it's based in France. Oh, mm -hmm. um, and the, it's been around for quite a while and it works, as you say, beautifully. It started off uh, as a kind of DVD um, ripping tool, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and, it, and it still does that really, really well. I have caught it out once or twice with DVDs and it won't rip okay. because they, they're forever trying to... Ah, uh, that's because uh, of the protection codes the, and stuff. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. But 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 the, but the DVDs are going out anyway now, so they're probably not so mm -hmm. hot on it anymore. But yeah, I totally agree with you. Handbrake is a fantastic piece of software, and as you say, it's completely free. And all sorts of presets. I mean, you know, Apple, Facebook, YouTube, yeah. whatever you want. Or uh, you've got a complete hand, complete free reign to, to, to tweak things as you wish. So you have indeed. Splendid. Ted, Ted Salmon, I thank you very much because this has got me out of some fixes more than once. So thank you, sir. Um, I thank the person who put me onto it 10 years ago. <laughs> okay, well, I can't remember <laughs> who it was. What are you still using, right, if you can remember? I'm still using a my fly swatters. I thought of this actually last week because there was a pesky fly in the lab. Oh, I remember you uh, bringing uh, these on and I, I sarcastically yeah. said, why would you want to buy 10? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they're in every room. Um, and there was this pesky fly, and I thought, I'm going to get you. <laughs> and I did. And it worked. And the they're just really good. There's a, there's a pack of 10 of them, which um, end up being 80p each, so £7.99 for the pack of 10. And uh, there's just they're dotted around the house and around my uh, static, and you just grab it and flick it. And there's just the right amount of length and flexibility. The whip on it is just right. <laughs> and... I've only actually, we, we broke, in fact, it wasn't me, it was another member of the household, um, broke one of them, but only once that's happened, and that was through over-enthusiastic okay, use against yeah. a, a very sharp object. <coughs> object. Um, it wasn't swatting a fly. So, um, yeah, the Bluven Fly Swatter 10-pack I brought to Whatever Works 118 in August 20, um, and still using, um, and they, they work really, really well. And yes, one in each room is a requirement. And they're blue and wonderful. Have you ever tried the, the, the clever method with the hand? Somebody taught me once. I've never managed to do it, but I've seen it done. If there's a fly that you want to kill, poor thing, you don't hit it down with your hands. You bring your hands together about six inches above the fly. And apparently the act of bringing your hands together causes a, 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 a movement of the air which alerts the fly and the fly flies upwards and as your hands come together, you smack it. <laughs> I've seen it done. It's very, very clever. <laughs> so you sort of clap your hands six inches above the fly and the fly will fly up into the clap. Right, I'm, I'm going, heading for YouTube later. <laughs> okay, to watch check that, that one out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay then. Well, I'm bringing egg sizing. Uh, we haven't spoken about egg, egg sizing. Time, it sounds like a egg Olympic sizing. sport or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get some right. So when I have my um, a boiled egg sandwich, I find that one normal size egg is just not enough, but two is too much, and I end up doing one and a half. Right. Mm -hmm. So I thought, right, I'll get some giant extra large eggs. So I sent off for the. Um, the extra large ones from Tesco, or actually um, bought them in the shop. Mm. And uh, so I put them down next to the ordinary ones. So the, the extra large XL size, super duper size eggs are exactly the same size as the um, ones that are not yes. XL. I couldn't believe it. They, they, the sizing is just off the wall. They, and, uh, since I put this in the um, in the MeWe group, other people have said the same thing. They said that they that egg sizing is just screwy. They they they're meaningless, and the you buy a you pay more for an XL box, and they they find the same as me. They're just the same. You're wasting your money. Just get the ordinary ones because 
the other thing. Have you found this? Um, well, no, we have medium eggs because my mother has a small appetite, so she'll tend to eat one egg and I'll eat six. <laughs> so, so um, um, no, I haven't had... I, I'm, I'm just wondering whether it's the XL that are too small or the L that's too big. <laughs> In your case. No, I haven't come across it personally, but I can quite believe it. Because I suppose the point is you can't really... I mean, a hen is going to lay an egg of the size the hen lays the egg, isn't it? They can't. You can't really tell the hen. I want this egg to yeah, be exactly they, three and a half centimeters across. No, no, no. But but the it's the sizing. Process. Yeah, they should I'll weigh them or size them somehow. Yes, yes. Because they do it with other um, products, like for example, potatoes. Yes. They do that very, very efficiently with potatoes. Yes. They have machines that that sift them and sort them yes. and blah blah blah. But with eggs, they just don't seem to bother. I don't know. I was trying to make an egg joke and I couldn't even think of one. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. OK, all white. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> now, here's mine. Now, I'm I I give you openly hands on table. Maybe this is just Aidan Bell being grumpy old man. But do I have a point here? I'm getting tired of going into a restaurant or a pub and being t a food food restaurant to, to eat and being told, oh, the menus are QR code on the table. And the idea is you scan the QR code with your phone, you go onto a website, and then you have to order on the phone. Now, first of all, I don't like that process anyway. I'm tired of using my bloody phone. I'd like to take part in the world. Secondly, I have a strange, weird, not very good phone that doesn't read QR codes. So I even have to go through third-party software in order to find out that it was just a website anyway. Why couldn't they just give you the web page instead of the QR code? I just want to go to a restaurant and hold a paper menu and read from it and tell the waitress or at the bar what I want. I don't want to have to do the whole thing on my ruddy mobile phone. Now, is that just me or do I have a point? Uh, yeah, I think that's just stupid when someone can... What is, it, is that to do with stock control? So I suppose can, it's to do like, with not having to... I mean, it could have been a COVID thing that brought it on, but it's to do with not having to bother printing and distributing menus because the whole thing's done on the phone. Right. I mean, when I flew last well, month uh, at the airport, I, I, I actually almost couldn't eat. I mean, they, sa they said, you have to do it with the QR code. And I said, well, I can't. And so in the end, the waitress had to sort of say, <laughs> well, you, there's this and this and point to things. And what do you want? And we did it a very cat-handed You couldn't eat. I couldn't eat because I haven't got a QR code reader on my phone. You're sick and ill and poorly. <laughs> it's one of those things. I, I don't mind. And I understand the progress of technology and that that might be a new thing that's being phased in. But can we phase it in slowly, please, rather than have it one or either or could we not have both for a while and let people get used to qr codes just sounds stupid okay that's all i'm i'm i'm, I'm uh, finished i i i, I, I so sometimes i think to myself i'm glad i'm a hermit and i don't go out places because <laughs> I, I i had no idea about this uh, but then i can't remember the last time i went into a restaurant right. actually I, the last time i went into a restaurant it was mcdonald's does that count i bet you mcdonald's <laughs> will start doing it soon yeah, well, they didn't do then. Anyway, right, my other item for Room 101 is the thing I referred to earlier, which is this thing that Amazon wouldn't let yes. me keep and give me the refund They do that for, to right? you, don't they? I'm allowed to return it, to keep everything I don't want, and you have to return it all. Life, As we said life earlier, Life is not yes. fair, is it? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Mini, this is a mini bag sealer, right? I thought this would be a nice mm -hmm. little thing um, to stop having to use those clips on plastic bags. So you get this thingy, and it's a, like a little clamp thingy. And you, instead of putting a clamp on a bag, a half-used plastic bag of food to put in the freezer or whatever, you get this thing and you press it in for um, five, five seconds. And then you draw it down across the plastic. And it's got a heat sealer in it. And it seals the, the bag. No need for clips mm -hmm. or, or mm -hmm. clothes pegs or anything else. And it just seals it lovely jubbly. It takes two, two AA batteries and um, that's what's supposed to work. This thing, nothing. We I put two AA batteries in it, read the instructions um, once we got past the Chinese bit. <laughs> and um, th there, was, there was just nothing. Uh, so, right, OK, try another set of batteries. Nothing. Tried a third set of batteries. Absolutely nothing. Absolute rubbish. I don't know if... I had one that worked. Maybe it would work, and uh, maybe I would think it's not the item that's rubbish. Maybe this is just a um, a duff unit, and the rest of them are brilliant. But um, it just didn't work. So room one hundred one, the mini bag sealer. At least you got your money back in the end. Yeah.
A gold star is being given by Malcolm Bryant to Arlo Cameras Technical Support. Arlo? <laughs> Arlo there. They must be in Harlow. Arlo of Arlo. Malcolm says, an Arlo indoor camera failed. I called Arlo UK customer support. There was a menu item directly to technical support without having to first go through a customer services rep. The guy I spoke to actually knew his stuff and we went through diagnoses and concluded that it was indeed faulty. I was expecting to have to haggle about the return replacement policy. It was just over a year since I bought it, so technically it was out of warranty. But no, he asked me to upload proof of purchase and said that a replacement would be dispatched the same day. He said there was no need to return the faulty one. <laughs> See that, Ted? Yeah. Um, and I received an immediate confirmation. It's me, isn't it? <laughs> it's you. And I received an immediate confirmation email that the replacement was on its way and the new one arrived today, he says, as promised. I had been expecting to get the brush off and I was so pleasantly surprised by this positive interaction. It really made my day and I told him so. Gold star for Arlo. Yeah, fantastic. That's the kind of story we need, which is usually reserved just for Apple. But, um, yeah, yeah, that's really good. Thank you for writing in, Malcolm. Good item. Good gold star. Well earned. Right, we're done, aren't we? We're done. I can go back into the cough box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done for holding right, out. You, and um, hope you get better soon. I'm sure our listeners will agree with me. Thank you, Ted. But we're back in two weeks, uh, health allowing. And in the meantime, you can get to the, the, the links to all the stuff we've been talking about um, via your podcatcher, but also at whateverworks.works. Get in touch with me or Aidan at tedsalmon.com or aidanbell.com. And in the MeWe group, don't forget to head to the MeWe group and let us know whatever works in your life. We'll bring the highlights of that to the shows coming up. Um, don't forget PodHub UK 2. Lots of audio podcasts to keep you amused when you're bored and you've got nothing to do. PodHub UK. Links to all that is at tedsalmon.com as well. So, what else have we got to say, Aidan? Only one thing. Don't forget, whatever, whatever works, works. And if it doesn't, you'll have to send it back. <laughs> <laughs>